you guessed it, Pressure Points. I'm your Dahmer Enthusiast D, and this is Mangled Corpse AJ. We're hitting you with Season 4, Episode 20, Pepe's Drinks You. I don't know what AJ's got in store for me. It's a surprise episode, so find us on Twitter and Instagram at Points O Pressure. Whip them out and get ready, baby. Isn't every episode I do a surprise episode because you don't pay attention to me? Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> that's that's the idea. I am always surprised. Hey, All so the time. I, I did wanna... I'm surprised this has gone this far. Right? I am too, actually. But this, this joke, this meme we started has worked out as well as it has. Yeah, I'm surprised. We keep getting people <laughs> listening. Like, we've seen nothing but forward growth, and it's crazy. All right. So I did want to point out before we got too far into this that it's uh, happy PP420 because we're season four, episode 20. Oh, shit. It is. Yeah. I should have done something like I'm so disappointed in myself for this. Uh, I do have a a nice Beavis here. Ooh. not really. It's a a chorus banquet. Nice. Oh, nice. They're those ones that we got when we went out. I don't even remember the context. we went fishing. We went fishing. Yeah, that's what it was. This is some fishing Fishing and smoked uh, some poor people cigars. Oh, I fucking (laughs) love poor people cigars. Ass. What is that? Black and mild? Yeah. Wood tip wine. (laughs) My favorite was that uh, our, our religious friend was there, like Mormon, like... You would never expect him to know the brand. And I pull him out. I'm like peeling off the plastic of these fucking things. And I start smoking it. And he goes, he turns without even seeing me open it and shit. And he's like, ooh, are those some black and milds? And I was like, I turn. I was like, how the fuck do you know about these? <laughs> and he's like, oh, when I was in on my mission in, uh, where, I think it was Tennessee. Yeah. Kentucky. So. One, of, one of those places. He was like. Everybody smoked them out there. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> oh, no. So how's your week been? How's your week been? Dude? Oh, you know, it was not bad. And then I got worse. <laughs> oh, what happened? <clears throat> Let's see. On a couple days ago. I don't remember the dates exactly. A couple days ago, my house got to 80 degrees. Oh. I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell's happening. <laughs> So that explains day. that explains why your wife was uh screaming at you while playing non-competitive Overwatch last night. Everything is competitive to us. Oh, I know. <laughs> Specifically her. That's why that's why she was so tense. It's cuz she yeah. was just she was hotter than a toasted cheeser. No, she had that day off and she said, "No, I wasn't No way. That today, that was today. Everything's blurring together. The heat's getting in my brain. Oh my god. I got heat brain. Um, eat brain. She was like, "Yeah, it's not that bad," and I'm and I'm dying. I'm I'm dying. I can't stand the heat. Well, I got so much. You and insulation. I are the same. Yeah, I was gonna say I. <coughs> I have layers and layers of coats on underneath my skin, and yeah, uh, like a bunch of different does, skin suits. It does not agree with the uh, hot summer weather. Yeah, so so it's been rough. I worked on it a little bit today, hence I was uh, late to recording. But then you ended up being later, so that's fine. Yeah, that works yeah. great for me. Uh, and hey, if anybody's uh, into HVAC, uh, please reach out. I have some questions to ask you. I cleaned out the blower fan. I cleared out the uh, 
the condon condensate drain pipe. I uh, <laughs> I checked the filter, of course. I replaced the filter, and it's just not blowing in this goddamn house. It's coming out cold, but it's like barely. Like I think the fan is turning off, the blower. So that fucking sucks. I'm hoping I since I cleaned out the drain, I they're supposed to have sensors that stop when there's water, like where it shouldn't be. So I'm hoping once it dries, I'll turn it on later tonight and hope it dry it enough that it'll start. But I have no idea. Could just be freezing over. <laughs> I could be completely fucked, and I'm not bitter about it. You should you should just record the whole thing. We're doing a DIY a PP DIY page now. You do not you do not want to see my DIY. I am a mess. You're good. If it's anything like uh my father's, um considering he fixed the accident I got into with our nineteen seventy four or nineteen seventy four like Jeep Wrangler or Cherokee it was a Jeep. It was a shitty one. I bent the fucking uh, bumper, just rear-ending somebody, and he fixed it with a bright red hanger, coat hanger. So I bet I, I would get along well with him. <laughs> I refuse to I think, watch I YouTube think you videos guys... about it. I only read tutorials. I think the only thing you two would get along with is, like, Hating DIY Dean. stuff. Is, is, yeah, being disappointed in me constantly and... Uh, like doing things without any context and refusing to pay someone to do it. That's what you guys have mm-hmm. in common. Yeah. So I'm podcasting with my non-Mormon father. So this How is what about it's like. That? You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I'm the father you never. No, wait. I'm the father you had. <laughs> uh, you're the you're the daddy that I never had. There we go. That's the proper term. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, oh boy! So yeah, how was how was your week? So all the plans oh, it's, going it's been well, all right? Yeah, uh, basically just getting everything set up to. Well, once you guys hear this, I will have already moved. But uh, yeah, just getting shit set up to to get moved this coming weekend. Um, and it's been a bit of a mess, just fucking logistically speaking, trying to figure all this shit out. Um, but yeah, uh, start actually going back into office full time. We're nice. we're reaching a sense of normalcy. So oh no, yeah, it's a, so my you my had good the chance to move away from a system and you went back to the same system. Oh my god, <laughs> <You> idiots! <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, but yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be good for me in the long run. Not sleeping in until fucking noon every day i'm so, so jealous i wish i could sleep in until noon every day uh it's it's been nice it's like i said i'm i'm a small business i'm like a small business ceo i don't make a lot but i don't have to fucking do anything that's nice that's yeah that's the goal it's been it's been nice but now it all comes to a crashing halt mm-hmm. all around you <laughs> so to to jump right on in <clears throat> let me Turn down the soundboard real quick. I've got uh, I've got a a bit, not really. Oh. So did you know that Pebis was the first capitalist product sold in the USSR? 
I did not. I I'm proud of us because we did a an episode on uh, Broca Cola, and to do one on Beepus is it's gonna be good. I'm look at us. Yeah. So we're hitting all the all the beverage companies. Yeah. This is kind of a a follow along in a simple way from that episode where we talked about like Seven Up and Coke and graham crackers and do you remember that one like the f- history food yeah, one? Yeah. I don't know what episode Absolutely. it is <laughs> or uh, what season it is. I believe it is Snack Time Season 3, like Episode 4. It is called Snack Time. You remember that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like a, a hyper-focused continuation of that episode. In fact, okay. if you've been listening to us for a little bit and you're up to date on the episodes, I'm going to be referencing a couple of them. So that's that's good. Oh. It's Season it is... 3, Episode 5, Snack ah, Time. Perfect. It's a good one. I thought, you like, I thought uh, it was a lot of fun. If you like anti-masturbatory habits and learning about some fucking weird shit yeah, that has weird, to do with weird the stuff you put in your body. Shit. Yeah, it's so, a good one. I did not go into the history of Pebis at all. So they, oh. that's not why we're here. Wow. We are not here to figure out why the company is and how the company has crumbled to the point where it makes a shitty soda. I'm not a. I'm not a. Pita now, fan. mind you, it's no Coca-Cola. Yeah, definitely no Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna stop that music. It's distracting. All right, so we're gonna wow. rewind in time. I, I am astonished. AJ, it's the heat is getting to you. The it's, heat is no, getting it's to you. too good. It's distracting. I, I, I didn't think you would ever end that song. I wish I didn't. It's too late. So, <laughs> All where, right, so where were we? We're going back in time to 1959, year of our Lord. I'm going to take a drink. Some Coors Banquet beer. Okay. It's the only cold thing in my house because my fridge went out <laughs> like two weeks ago. So I can't fit my ice cube trays in the freezer. So for like three seconds at a time your insides are as cold as the rockies <laughs> i forgot i love that <laughs> shitty advertising in fact advertising comes up a lot in this episode so that's good um so in 1959 there's this big exhibition where the soviet union brought their culture to new york and they created like this what? almost almost like a little fair where they had booths and food and you know staples of daily life in in the Soviet Union. <clears throat> so if we were being realistic, it would be a bunch of starving people looking at food. But because it was sanctioned by the <laughs> by the government, you know, there was all sorts of fun things like farming equipment, <laughs> grain and vodka. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> Every uh, the staple, the staple food yeah. of Moscow. Yeah. So in response, staple food yeah. of Moscow is potatoes, but not in the way you think. Exactly. <laughs> not quite as carby when they're distilled. <laughs> so, in uh, in response, the U.S. government did the same thing. They got permission to go to Moscow and create this this huge exhibition just to let the the down and out folks of Moscow. Really see what living in the U.S. is all about. God bless uh, yeah. this country. 
Jeez. Mm, so they fucking went over the top. Of course they did. They treat it as a political event. They treat it as a propaganda event. Uh, they brought full cars. They brought fashion. You could, like, go buy an American t-shirt. Probably said, I heart New York or something. It's just all of them had pictures of Uncle Sam. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, they they <laughs> would bring... want you to stop being Soviet. To stop being hungry. <laughs> they brought uh, an entire house, like, staged and set up so that... The, uh, what? the modern distinguishing Moscow gentleman can walk through an oh, American God. 1950s home. Ugh, Which, I don't want to walk through an American 1950s home. I don't know, I kind of do, because uh, this is the year that the oven that I currently use in my house came out. The, the only thing that sounds interesting about a 1950s American home is the mystery on seeing the outside and wondering what color the toilet might be <laughs> it's usually pink or teal pink or teal but it depends it depends on the outside paint 100 percent. i don't know why they did that God i'm still trying to get rid of my pink toilet it's gross oh no you should keep it forever i might you really should i gotta tighten the seat you i should. almost died the other day sliding should, off that uh, bitch when you do replace it you should keep it as a planter or like uh <laughs> I'll put a it in my front to, yard. A thinker, a thinker seat in your front yard. Oh yeah, there we that's go. Your, that's your thinking I'm spot. I'm sure the city will love that. We'll just, we'll just refashion it as a, a rolling chair for the studio. I, I'd be down <laughs> for that. That's worth it. So uh, they also brought like a ton of like, products from popular brands and, food and drink and, uh, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. I'm sure there were Cutco knives there. Oh, I'm sure they had plenty of things that were like radium water. <laughs> yeah, uranium glass, which <laughs> I'm trying to get a set of because it's awesome. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've got, I've already got the leaded decanters from the time period. Now I just need the uranium glass to really <laughs> cement in my poisons. Yeah, there you go. So this was for the majority of people in the Soviet <laughs> Union. This was like the first taste of American culture. And of course, Make America poisoned again. The first taste of the peebus. Oh yeah. So that sweet, sweet carbonated cock. No cola. No conk. Only no peebus. So they. Uh, if nobody knows that Kerger being meme, there's none of this makes sense. I know. Like, I just what realized the fuck? that. We're also trying to avoid getting cease and desist from here on out. Not really. <laughs> Not really. But we're just terrible we'll at best. memes. We're fucking losers. Deal with yeah. it. Um, let's see. So a fantastic uh, political figure was there because obviously this event is like big, and you want to get some politics going with the with the USSR. But like, you don't want to send a president because he'll get killed. Now, what year was this? Uh, Fifty-nine. Uh, my guess is. Uh, Henry Ford. Vice because we, president. We have a bit of a focus on him. Dick Nixon. Cheney. Nixon. Oh, God, of course. Nixon was there. Of course he was. So he was, you know, he was mingling, going to going to ice cream socials and the sock cop with the Soviet officials, showing him a good time. When a famous event that I really should have looked more into happened. <sighs> He was sitting in, or he was standing in the 
display kitchen, the all-American kitchen that they had. And none other than, is it Nikita Khrushchev showed up. Oh, shit. The leader of the Soviet Union, like... They always have cool names. Oh, Supreme Commander. That's why, what I'll call him. Pretty sure it's not. Why it. would he be here? Yeah, of so all he places. showed up. And in the kitchen, in an American kitchen in Moscow, they debated communism versus capitalism. They talked about current political events. And they also debated whether it's constitutional to tap the phone in that American household. Oh, no, no. They. <laughs> They are both on the same page of, I don't give a shit, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, oh, they were they were on the same page. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't share that that was the case. <laughs> it was implied. <laughs> so during this little, during this debate, they talked and, uh, you know, it, it was, from what I understand, it was pretty friendly, which is pretty rare to actually debate communism versus capitalism from two high-ranking politicians and have it be somewhat amicable but yeah i'm sorry like to be was. friendly between two of the world's biggest assholes yeah this is surprising so nixon while debating kind of brought khrushchev to the pepsi booth and at the pepsi uh -oh. booth they offer two versions of the soda one made with american tap water and the other one made with oh, dirty soviet God. tap water oh god no and there, an extremely famous photo was taken, which you can Google. Just Google like Khrushchev or Soviet Union Pepsi, and it'll come up. I uh, might, I might post it tomorrow. Yes, you or should today. post it today. Is what today, I mean. uh, it wouldn't even be tomorrow. Today, Monday. Today, Monday. I know. I'm used to recording on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Last second, like always. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, super famous photo of Khrushchev drinking Pepsi-Cola. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, there's there's my episode. I'm all done. No, not at all. So, turns out, all of that was a setup. <laughs> there was a Pepsi, a Peebus executive <laughs> who had sponsored the booth against the wishes of the company, against the board and the CEO. <laughs> So he was oh, like, God. shit, I have to be, like, wildly successful or I'm going to get fucking fired. Yeah. So in the embassy, oh, God. the the U.S. embassy, he approached Nixon and said, hey, you got to get a photo of Khrushchev drinking Peebus. You got to. And Nixon, Nixon delivered, like... So... Here's here's my question. Wouldn't that hurt their sales in America? Who said anything about sales in America? Well, I realize that they're trying to get more sales in in uh, Russia. No, no. But they're not trying to get more sales in Russia. They're trying to get any sales in Russia. Any. It's okay. not even allowed. I see. That's fair. That makes sense. I, I thought that they already had a presence and that they were like, oh, maybe this will kick up our presence. And I was like, are the costs really going to outweigh the benefits? Because I'm, I'm thinking of 1950s America and how anti-communist all of it was at the time. <laughs> it seems really familiar but, to like last yeah. week. But 
No, it, 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 it was just a publicity stunt, basically to make this executive seem successful. Yeah, it's just creating propaganda with, with Khrushchev. Yeah, exactly. So Fair. Khrushchev's son later was interviewed, and he had mentioned that all of the Soviets who tried the Peebus that day, which is the first taste of Peebus in the entire USSR said uh-huh. that it smelled like shoe polish. <laughs> but people were still thinking about it weeks after. People still wanted it. It's like oh God, man. It's like if doing cocaine that tastes like dog shit. Like you still think about it. You still want to do it even though it tastes like dog shit. I don't know if that's a don't good analogy. Don't know what that's like. Uh it I would say if it smells like dog shit. Well, yeah. So they <clears throat> Yeah, there was there was a demand for it. Suddenly, one day started to broadcast this photo all around of Khrushchev drinking the American, you know, Peebus. And then uh, everybody wanted some suddenly. But there there a couple couple roadblocks, kind of little bumps in the road showed up. Soon that executive actually became the CEO because it was so successful. Really? Yeah. And he completely, like, narrow-minded, focused on the USSR. He said, eh, we're doing fine in America. Doesn't matter. We need to focus on the USSR because Conk is not there. So we don't have to, we don't have to, like... Yeah, there's no competition. Yeah, we don't have to have any kind of competition against it. I'm gonna, sorry for, if you can hear this. Ignore that. Okay. You know exactly what that was, but I know what that is. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil your secret. So, he—it's candy. No, no, you bastard! (laughs) So this dude—I don't even—I should have put the uh, Pebus executive's name in here. I did not. (laughs) Let's see. What year was this? 1959. 1959. Yeah. Well, yeah. This would have been just past 1959. So. Because he was focusing so hard on the USSR, he actually negotiated a deal with the Soviets that locked Conk out of the country entirely from 1972 oh. to 1985. So they just had a monopoly on soda. Okay, tell me if that sounds right. Uh, oh, wait. This guy ran it from 57 to 63, so wrong guy. Well, 63? Yeah, but he started in 57. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ramon LaGuarta. Nope. Alfred Nustil. Maybe. Joan Crawford was his wife. Interesting. Ah, that's, that's interesting to note. <laughs> <clears throat> so because of this, like, lockout of Coke. Sorry, Conk. I my glasses hit the mic stand. You probably won't hear that, but that was weird. Um, I got a little too close. I'm just excited. I'm excited about conk and Beavis. <laughs> the conk. So, Pebus syrup flowed like a river into the USSR. I I was up late doing these notes, so I got a little, little uh, creative. So they they basically shipped the syrup. To the USSR, bottled it locally. But one small, extremely major problem is that nobody outside of the USSR accepted Russian rubles. <laughs> so 
Oh, no. <laughs> when you would go and buy a Pebis with your rubles, Pebis doesn't want those. Like, they can't exchange that for anything because the Kremlin basically controlled exactly how much a ruble was worth. Oh, shit. And it was... I'm pretty sure it was illegal to use the rubles outside of the USSR. Like, if you were a Soviet. Oh. So, little problem. Like, how are you going to fund all this pebis? And uh, so they, they did what any good capitalist would do, and they started accepting trades and barters. And this is from a, like from the government not from the each individual you know little soviet going down to barter no this was Mm -hmm. for like huge supply deals oh like large amounts of uh of pep uh bevis bevis yeah Yeah. so by the (laughs) late 1980s the soviets were drinking roughly one billion servings of pebis a year oh shit yeah so they they would have a little bit of grain that they stole from their farm commune. I don't know why I'm being so critical. I love the USSR. I, I want anybody to know that. I'm not actually being critical. I'm just using the meme of communism. <clears throat> so they, they they would have their, their pebis and their state-controlled TV. And there I go again with the propaganda. Okay. So they, in the 80s, they started to play TV commercials for the pebis. And they had a campaign. This is my favorite detail. With the Michael Jackson. No. Yeah, he showed up on Soviet Soviet TVs promoting Pebis. Oh my god, I love it. I would love to see one of these one of these ads. I'm looking it up. Oh uh, please do. Post it on the on the on the gram. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, by the way, Pepsi uh <clears throat> whatever. Uh in Russia. It looks like it says Nench. <laughs> Nench Kona. So if just roll with that one. N- <laughs> but Nench. Nench. You know what? I think it's a better name. So let's talk about their compensation. Because you know, at this point they're dumping a ton of money, they're providing a ton of of thurup with their secret recipe in there. And for the longest time they would get paid in uh, let me let me pronounce this right. Stolknaya vodka. There was an exchange. Stolknaya. So the Soviet government would say, okay, you gave us a bunch of syrup, here's a couple cases of this vodka. And th- this vodka happened to be extremely popular in the United States. So you would then, you know, in the United States, in your actual, you know, 1959 kitchen or whatever, you would go to the store and you would have this Russian-made vodka but nobody liked nobody liked the uh, you know the communists except for their vodka. Everybody loved their vodka. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves that that communist. I also love that it was just sold by Pebis. <laughs> Pebis brand vodka. Ninch, 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 ninch vodka. They should have called it that. Um, I think I found a 1992 Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. I'm oh. fairly certain I found it, and it Good. was weird. I it should be. I Hopefully, it. it's in Russian. Uh, I'm not sure. It started playing midway through, and I almost melted my ears. <laughs> my volume's nice. up really high, so. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll we'll watch that later. Cool. So, for a while, that was a 
great program. Basically, they traded Pebis for vodka. They sold the vodka here, made a ton of money. Like, yeah. way more than they normally would have just by accepting money. Not bad, though. I mean, it's a smart approach when, like, nobody's taking rubles. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little... It worked great for a while. Of course, another bump had to come up. And that just so happened to be the Soviet-Afghan War. If you remember, we talked about that mm -hmm. with, uh, with, Bear. with Bear. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic episode. Yes, please. I think it was uh, 16, 14 or 16. One of those. Fantastic. What did we call it? Oh, uh, we called it the Ruski Viet Cong. Yep. Fantastic episode. If you haven't listened to that one, like, Burr's great. Ooh, so well done. Fantastic work. In fact, this uh, this beer, this is for you. Even yeah, if you're this one's for listening. you. He's, uh, he's graduated now, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yep. it's NMA. Awesome. Well, yep. I hope he does well and sends me a, a DM and tells me how his life is going. Wonder, Good. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to move. We'll have him on again oh, definitely sure. soon. I'm sure. All right. <clears throat> so, America started a boycott against the Soviets for this Soviet-Afghan war that was going on. So the Soviets basically had to change the deal. Nobody wanted this vodka anymore. Because that was damn communist vodka that was fine last year, but it's not <laughs> fine this year. God damn it. So in 1989, Pebis was given in exchange for a huge deal, like multi-billion dollar deal, I believe. They were given... My computer just went to... Uh, <laughs> to uh, Screensaver. Can you still hear me? Okay, I just wanted to make sure it was still recording. Yeah, sure, good. Uh, sorry. We're, no if, worries. If you didn't know, we're recording not in the same room, so it makes it a little weird. <laughs> All right, so in 1989, for a huge deal, Pebis was given 17 submarines, a frigate, a cruiser, and a destroyer. What? Yeah, so they were given 20 uh, ships, essentially. By by who? By the Soviets. That's how they paid for oh, their Pebis. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got confused. Oh my God! Yeah, what so, the fuck? You know, they were the they were the older models, but like still functional. Even then, the idea yeah. was, oh, Pebis, you can you can take this to a scrapyard somewhere and and scrap it out, and that's how you'll get your money from it. But they definitely they... don't take off any of the paneling. We promise, we didn't put any microphones in it and no asbestos either no wait they <laughs> yeah. like asbestos uh it definitely doesn't have any plutonium in it none, none at all and then so later on after this deal they also received a bunch of older oil tankers which they they partnered <laughs> with a norwegian company to to lease out oil tankers to companies so they begin to get into oil shipping. For Pepsi. For, uh, for, for Pepsi. Bepis. I like to imagine that for they Ninch. put for Ninch. the Ninch logo on the side of the oil tanker. <laughs> oh, God. So, I, I hope so. I really hope so. So because of this, these deals of these, these ships, the company doubled the amount of bottling plants in the USSR. 
and they they just kept getting ships at this point they uh <laughs> they had the sixth sixth largest navy on the planet oh <laughs> the <God> pebbis fleet <laughs> the pebbis fleet the ninch the, the ninch. ninch fleet so i just love that 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 line right there That's was insane. what got me into this entire story yeah was did you know Pebis had once had the sixth largest navy <laughs> in the world. So, oh my god! So I was like, okay, well, I gotta fact check that. Looks legit. Their policies in in that navy were uh, don't ask, don't tell whether you prefer Coke or Bevis. Yeah, don't drink soda because <laughs> the submarines keep getting sticky. <laughs> oh no! And it's not because of the soda, but mm, bing. No, it's long and hard and full of semen. Talking about the submarines, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, let's see. So, in fact, I, I love this. that The CEO told George H.W. Bush's security advisor that Pebis was disarming the Soviets faster than America was. Because <laughs> they were. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, my God. Like, what big dick energy do you have to have to go to a security advisor and say, hey, <laughs> we're getting paid to disarm the soviets what the fuck are you doing oh i love that so in 1990 a three billion dollar deal was struck with the soviet union and pebis and this deal it was in exchange for more ships i don't know i don't have the exact numbers on them but it allowed pebis to launch another company into the ussr and that company is Pizza Hut. <laughs> no. Yeah. So they started. This is why. This is why nobody out pizzas the hut. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you do, there's a battleship and a nuclear submarine at you, at your door. <laughs> oh, so God. yeah, huge deal. They they started to open all these Pizza Huts all around the USSR. But before they were able to get the full payment, just a, a tiny. Another, you know, tiny issue happened, and that is the fall of the USSR. Nah, it's only a little bit of an issue. Just a little bit. So in 1991... That ain't shit. USSR fell, and it toppled the Cola Empire. That was the only empire that mattered that fell. <laughs> and it, it immediately, because of the borders being all redrawn, it caused a lot of fucking issues for... for Pebis. Essentially, some um, of their ships were now in new countries. And then ships a couple miles away were in different countries. <laughs> and now all of the governments want a slice of that action. They say, you know, I, I think it was part of the Ukraine said, who had a lot of the ships in their ports suddenly said, hey, if you want these ships out of here, you have to pay us. We are holding these ships ransom because we, we want to we want a slice of that quiche. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them. It also created a bunch of like supply chain issues, like the the mozzarella for the for the Pizza Huts all across the former USSR was sourced in Lithuania, but it was hard to get mozzarella from Lithuania into multitudes of different new countries that still didn't necessarily have like immigration policies or trade or you know it, it was just a mess. So the the oh, Pizza God. Huts essentially tumbled 
Pretty dang. Quick. No, no. <laughs> Someone out pizza the hut. And because of the supply lines, and because the people in the USSR only had Pebis for so long, that as soon as other sodas were introduced, everybody dropped Pebis. They were like, "Ooh, look at all these novelty conk, novelty cocks everywhere." Fanta. What is this? Like, and so they they dropped Pebis basically entirely. <laughs> oh no. And yeah, they 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 crumbled <laughs> essentially. Coke became much more uh, held a much higher share, and I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that Coke doesn't smell like shoe polish. Yeah, no, not at all. Smell or taste. Smell like or taste. Polish. Yeah. I, in in fact, somehow I don't know how, but somehow Pebis. Or uh, Coke tastes less waxy than Pebis. I don't. I don't huh. get it. I don't want. I'm not going to describe it. But that's that. <laughs> so, what's your favorite soda? Do you like? Are you a Pebis fan? Um, I am a pediatrician pepper fan. Oh, you're a um, bitch. Yeah, as well as uh oh. It doesn't show up often. You can't find it a lot of places, but I'm a slut for two things. I've mentioned one of them on the show before. It's Pickled a ch- no, well, yeah, um, but drink wise, soda wise, oh. they're cherry lime Rickies uh, made by Arizona. They're fucking they're God's gift to this green earth. Um, and I also love. It's called. Oh, it's like red cream soda. Oh, that the red the Burke's oh, red cream soda. That is that amazing. Shit, that's sh- like if no, I could great. have something running through my veins twenty four seven, it would be that. But I don't have it all that often because it's just really hard to find. Yeah. So I'm a daily daily soda. I'm not one of those disgusting Doctor Pee fans. I'm a <laughs> exonerated distinguished uh. Mr. Pib extra fan. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Your wife is going to come after you for I that I know. One. She's a I locked she's a the Puritan. door before saying this. <laughs> she probably heard you. She has a sixth sense for that. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> just, just, she just woke up. You just hear in the background, Who said Mr. Pib? I love Mr. Pib. <laughs> and some mellow yellow. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. You... you I bet you like Big K, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> I love Dr. Thunder. And it's I will... like the best. Dr. Thunder is the best porn-named soda I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. <laughs> oh, Dr. Thunder. That's oh, too good. I'm, I'm seeing the white lab coat that there's no pants on underneath. I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish and I it's wasn't. Just his dick sticking out between a few of the buttons. You know, he's completely shaved about a stern. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so that that's that's the the harrowing story of the Pebis USSR <laughs> Empire. You oh, left us too it. soon. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. I really, I really would have loved to see a corporation run an entire naval fleet. Right, like <laughs> could have could have made things really interesting. Yeah, suddenly you're you're just going like on a cruise, and then the the Pebis pirate fleet shows the Pebis up and police forces the everybody Pebis to drink police. Pebis. 
they dump all oh, the conch overboard. God. Yeah. They <laughs> Ocean acidification it. It will explode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't use that for their, uh, well, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I could also see them boasting about that. Like 19, 1990s commercials dedicated to, to Pepsi Warfleet. I could see that getting so extremely that. out of hand. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well, a little bit of a shorter episode today. Uh, no worries, it's good. Fun anyway. Uh, we did all right. We're we're like forty minutes. Hey, look at that. We manage. We always manage. Yeah. We we drag we it out. Right. Yeah. No, I actually didn't try. I didn't. I didn't try as hard this time. So no worries, uh, you know. Man. I'm not good at the closing. That's why I make you do it. But thanks for everybody for yeah. for listening. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I know we've got some new listeners out there, so we'll refer you to these socials: uh, Twitter, Instagram at Points O Pressure. You can find us on YouTube as well. Most of our episode, well, everything after the end of ep- uh, season three has been uploaded there. Where? Um, that's also where we to YouTube. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I set that we up. We do we do live streams okay. for uh, Halloween, sometimes Christmas. Oh oh, um, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. Yeah, do you go for have it. the pressure points email open? I can pull it up. Pull that up real quick. I sent something there, and I want you to look at it, and I want to hear your live reaction. Uh. Why, 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 why does that corn look so old? <laughs> you found it immediately. Yeah. So that's Khrushchev. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured it was Khrushchev. Corn cob. Holding, it looks like, it, it looks like a, so you know those, like, colorful, um, indigenous, like, not indigenous, fucking native american corn whatever it is i i fucked that up entirely and Maze. i apologize yes yes it looks like that but like two months before it started doing anything cool <laughs> yeah so that's <laughs> like, actually going you to just be... have it sitting on your counter for like like six months you're like this is gonna dry up eventually and khrushchev finds it on your counter and it's like oh i should hold this up during a press conference <laughs> I haven't oh, seen this people eat this years yeah. Um, so what is this strange potato, and can we make <laughs> yeah. vodka with it? So that is going to be <laughs> the uh, the image of the episode. So if you already saw that, you I know exactly what, what what we're talking about. I just found this weird picture. That's fantastic. Of Khrushchev holding a piece of <laughs> corn. I don't. I don't get it. Oh, I don't know how I found it. It's good. I'm impressed. But I I am not yeah. sad about it. All right. Oh, but, too good. Uh, yeah. Points so, of pressure. Yeah. At points of pressure. Um, always reach out to us. We. I will always respond. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon. You can find links to any of our other stuff through the links in our bio. Um, and a huge shout out to those of you who are. Uh, subscribed on Patreon, D's Nuts, not me, Nordic Thunder, Toddle Waddle, Dark Runner, Haley, Casey McFacey. You guys definitely help with uh, with getting us out there a little bit more. So yeah, yeah, huge, you're, you huge guys are the reason we're running guys. an ad. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why we're we're getting these uh, new listeners. So um, if you're interested, we have a couple different tiers. There's a four dollar and twenty cent. Uh, there's a six dollar and sixty six cent. Um, and then I think we got like a twenty five dollar tier in there as well. Uh, like I said, you can find those through our bio links. Um, we haven't been so good about it the last like six months just because like, uh, Asia's life has been busy. I have been lazy. Um, but we have a cache of like 20 sloppy seconds episodes on there. That's yep. where we just kind of bullshit around, talk about whatever the fuck we want. That's not of the pressure points type. So, I mean, it's similar. It's, it's, it's like, similar. It's like the things that we'll talk about in pressure points in 20 years when it's history. Yeah. When, <laughs> when, yeah, exactly. So we hit on current events. Uh, we talk a lot about weird fetishes. And we got some got that some good true. stories and shit in there too. So if you're interested, check that shit out. Um, I think you can get free merch. Am I wrong? That's it. I get codes. Six, six, I think it's every six. every three months you get merch. No, no, no. For the the six six six, you get a sticker if you subscribe to us for three months. For the twenty five, you get something oh, every that's three months what it is. for the year. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So, um, you guys can get some free merch and honestly, if you're paying us $25 a month, I would happily pull you onto the show. I don't give a shit. Um, we'll do whatever AJ you would want probably say otherwise, point, like, but yeah, I'll send you dick. pictures of my fucking butthole if you want. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's our, our version of an OnlyFans <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> um, Only toast. So yeah, huge, huge shout out to those people that are helping us out. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Uh, we've got like two more episodes and then we're going to take about a two week break. Um, so we're not going to do our regular two seasons per year this year. Uh, yeah, trying something new. yeah, we're putting on some new pants. Um, yeah. So thanks for tuning in and we will catch you guys next Monday.